702 on 92.7 and 106 FM. Streaming on 702.co.za. The 702 app. And on DSTV channel 856. It is 12 minutes past eight and uh, time to say good morning to our um, resident author, speaker um, and guru on parenting, Nikki Bush. And we're talking about the struggles of dealing with fatigue and depletion as a mother. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, is that a real issue. Good morning, Nikki. Good morning, Rufiel Ware, and what a pain point we are hitting today. Absolutely, and of course we're having, all of the, we're having this discussion in light of the fact that tomorrow is Mother's Day, but you know, we, whilst, whilst uh, some might welcome breakfast in bed, whilst some might welcome you know, a pampering session at home or at a spa um, or a treat or some kind of indulgence, I think the ultimate treat and the ultimate indulgence and the ultimate way of saying, mom, I love you, or mother of my kids, I love you, might be finding a way to help with that fatigue and that depletion as a mom. Because quite often we talk about fatigue and depletion with a newborn or with infants or with toddlers. But um, quite often it does not go away. You're always on, you're constantly on um, right up until that person goes off to university. Absolutely. Mm. You know, there's so much doing and feeling involved in mothering and that can leave us tired and fatigued as much as we love our families Mm. and sometimes and i think this is the point this morning is to understand that rest does not always resolve the situation and you and i have both got children we've both been through the sleepless nights club when they're really little and you really do understand why Sleep deprivation has been used as a form of torture over the years. Sure. Because there are moments in motherhood where you are crying tired. In fact, <laughs> you're on your knees tired. <laughs> and you. I'm laughing because I just had a flashback to, and it must have been about two in the morning, breastfeeding, and looking at this tiny little alien in my hands and thinking, if it were not for breastfeeding and those adorable huge eyes of yours i just wonder where most children most babies would end up that bonding mechanism is so essential fortunately it overrides it overrides everything but make the distinction for us nikki uh, between fatigue and depletion right so when you are tired and fatigued having a rest or getting more sleep will generally resolve the situation And when you are depleted, Mm. this is a different form of exhaustion that no amount of rest will restore. And I'm sure that many people listening right now have actually experienced it. And I'm going to borrow a fantastic analogy from David LePan, who's a South African international executive coach. And I saw this circulating recently, and he said this, consider an empty glass of water. Mm. You can rest it for as long as you like, but rest won't replenish its contents. Sure, sure. And he says that your body and your mind, like a glass, are just containers, and your emotions, intellect, and spirit are its contents. So you can only give emotional, intellectual, and spiritual output when your container is overflowing with content. (laughs) And that means 
that we always need more input than output in order to remain an energized and energizing person. So mm. let me tell you that right now, because I'm dealing with many audiences and I've had some wonderful face-to-face audiences. I had 50 people on Tuesday in a real live audience. Lovely. That must have been invigorating. It was just like heaven. But interestingly, they were teachers and they've just come back from school holidays and they are already tired. Sure. And then I had a bunch of executives, same day, and they have just come back from the April holidays and they are already feeling depleted. They're not fatigued. They filled their cup in terms of physical energy. They've had more sleep. They've had all of that stuff, but they're still feeling like they're running on empty. So this impacts on everyone from business leaders to employees, to parents, to educators who really feeling like they're in that emotional depletion zone. And if sleep doesn't help, what does? Sure. Tell us. Okay. So (laughs) What we're needing to do is, and, and there's, a, there's a difference here between relaxation and restoration. So relaxation is what you would do if you were a bit physically tired. And that's kind of that passive state of not doing. And with Mother's Day, that, this is what happens. Sure. Let's make mum breakfast. Let's let mum lie in. Let her read her book for an hour without being interrupted. It's a state of not doing, really. It's the sleeping, the reading a book, having someone else cook for you, let someone else fetch and carry the, the kids. That's relaxation, and that's what we would do if we were tired and fatigued. Mm. But if you're depleted, then you have to look at restoration. And that's actually an active experience of searching out activities that fill your cup and generate emotional, intellectual, and spiritual energy. Absolutely. Which actually taps into some of what we spoke about a couple of weeks ago um, when I said I was going to drive to Cape Town. Mm. And, and, you know, Nikki, that restoration is just also so key during this moment, right, this COVID-19 moment, because, of course, what have we done? We have shuttered our lives, we've shuttered ourselves, we have mainly stayed at home. And whilst you're doing it for your own safety and that of your family and the community at large, the impact on your mental and emotional well-being is huge, right? This is a moment, once again, that clarifies for us just what social beings, uh, or what social animals, human beings are. So that that restoration, as you said, is about seeking out those um, activities and those things that um, energize you and so that you can be an energizing force in others' lives. What might they look like, the range of them? Right. So that, that the first one on the list is the stopping um, it's the quiet stuff. It's prayer. It's meditation. It's contemplation on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. These are good places to start because they require the stopping of output and the allowing of input. And I'm not sure if you can remember. I think I might have shared it with you last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I, 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 I was feeling overwhelmed and I did what we know that so many people tell us we should do and I tell many of my audiences move if you're feeling down in the dump yes if you're lacking energy put on your running shoes and go for a run or go for a walk Mm -hmm. and usually motion shifts emotion yeah and that day motion did not shift emotion for me Mm -hmm. in fact it made me feel worse 
So the key is to listen to how you're responding to what you think you should be doing to fix the situation. And if it's not working, change it up. And while I was on this brisk walk, I was feeling worse and worse and worse, more overwhelmed, more panicky. And I call it my blue crane story because I actually stopped. I stopped at at a hide in this little park where you can watch the birds in, 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 a, in a, mm. a wetland area. And I just stopped. And what did I see when I stopped? Because when you stop, sometimes you see things you don't normally see. In the middle of an island, in, on, in the middle of this wetland, I spotted this mother blue crane. Mm-hmm. And she was sitting on her eggs. Essentially, she was doing nothing. Mm, mm. Yet she was actually doing one of the most important jobs in the world. She was just sitting on those eggs, incubating them and not moving a feather. And I just sat with her, in breathing in concert with her, slow, deep breathing. And for half an hour, I just opted out of the world and sat and breathed in this blue mother crane. Mm. Rather than doing the busy, brisk walk, I actually brought myself down and I filled my cup, which is what we're talking about here, is you've got to do what you need to do to fill your cup. And and while we're saying this is, um, you know, selectively choosing um, input, it also requires some stopping every now and again. Mm. And my second point is being attentive while walking in nature, which that blue crane story does illustrate. Absolutely. That being attentive when we walk, whether we're walking in our street or in our garden, is to really see what's around us. The, the bark of the tree, the texture. Right now, the leaves falling off the tree. Somebody yeah. posted a, a beautiful picture the other day of five different colors of autumn leaves they picked up on a walk. And once again, feeding your mind with imagery, as I did on this uh, long trip to Cape Town a couple of weeks ago, so important that you let these things actually enter your brain and land. And also just that feeling of the breeze on your skin. Sometimes we're so busy that we don't actually feel that yeah. either. I, you know, Nikki, I opened up the show this morning just, you know, uh, talking about the fact that, y- yes, we're deep into we're deep into autumn, essentially winter is here, but such an opportunity as you're pointing out right now to revel in nature, revel in the mundane, in the ordinary and appreciate that. And I pointed out or referred to a picture in, this, in yesterday's edition of The uh, Citizen and page three an autumn scene, right? Emerentia yeah. Dam, the trees lining the water, um, the you know the all glorious autumn colours of the leaves also reflected in the water, mm. and it just gave you know just gave you such pause. An ordinary scene, but a lovely scene that said, you know, none of this costs money. You need to just look out exactly. your window, walk out onto the street, walk into your garden, and really take a moment. There are such sources of inspiration that don't need money, and that's quite often what culture, popular culture, tells you. It needs money and to your other point of stopping to reflect um, you don't have to be doing all the time that being still the sitting is also because we're obsessed with being constructive that is also constructive right Um, there's something germinating you are just stating something whatever it might be um, but being still also is productive it's necessary and in the space of restoration rather than picking up say a business book why don't you try picking up a poetry book? Mm. 
why don't you take yourself out for a cup of coffee and go to a local bookstore and just pick a few books at random that you would never normally pick up and just go and sit and have that cup of coffee and just just open a book wherever and see what jumps out at you mm-hmm. if you're giving yourself that time. It can be right and really, really powerful. And I'm a great fan of uh, Rupi Kaur's poetry, K-A-U-R. Mm. Um, and it's, it's just, she just writes the most beautiful stuff. Yeah, All does. about life. There's milk and honey, um, the sun and her flowers, and some very, very um, thought-provoking poetry about the human condition. And of course, um, we have worked out that we need human beings in our space. And so be spending time with special friends and loved ones just to connect with no specific goal or outcome other than, in inverted commas, being together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> we so love important. to have the outcome and the goal and the whatever, but what if we just came together to be? Yeah. Just yeah. to yeah. be. And then the the last two items here are really, really important. And the one is listening to music that lifts your spirits and speaks to your soul. Now, I'm not sure about you, but for me, movie scores Mm. are brilliant for that. Mm -hmm. Listening to movie music, and I think of things like Gladiator, The Greatest Showman, the last of the Mohicans. I haven't listened to that for a long time. I came across it. That's what I love about YouTube you know, music. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, I don't have many favorite movie scores, but as good as it gets will always be a firm favorite. Lovely, jazzy selections. And yes. yeah, just really evocative of a, a really fun movie as well. Yeah, okay. I feel you on the movie okay. score thing. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm absolutely into movie scores. And, and for different times of my life, I almost have like theme movie scores, you know, or, or, or even theme songs. I mean, I remember, remember that song from the 80s, I Will Survive. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It's so, it's so upbeat. And if you really need to give yourself a good, kick <laughs> you know sing <laughs> i will survive or find it and listen to it <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely and, and then the last last thing on my list for the morning wow. is journaling mm. and that is coming up more and more and more and executive teams who'd never thought of journaling before are now starting to journal because and i've spoken about the morning pages from julia cameron's book the artist way you know you write a couple of pages of your inner thoughts by hand in the morning and you clear out that cache of negativity and those exhausting thoughts making way for new and inspiring ones so in a way you get out of your own way and switch from that negative marinade to a positive one because it's just so easy to be sitting in that negative marinade and and if you leave yourself in the negative marinade you will undoubtedly land up in the depletion zone absolutely and it takes so much longer to get out of that space nikki i want to add and tack one more thing to your list um regarding depletion and that is taking a look at your everyday routine, right? We're speaking to fatigue and depletion in moms specifically, in mothers specifically. And quite often you're doing too much. Maybe you haven't taken stock um, or come to the realization that, hang on, um, these three little ones that don't pay rent in my house are actually old enough at this point to make their own school, you know, uh, to make their own school, um, school lunch, to pack their own school lunch, to, you know, get their school uniform ready. And you don't have to run around doing that in the evening. You can now delegate it 
to them. And maybe you don't need to be the one who does the pickup, the cooking, all those things, because you so some, sometimes you get so into the idea that you need to be on top of everything and you can just delegate where possible. And if you're lucky enough to even hire someone to help you out, it really makes life so much easier. So I think for me, part of addressing depletion is also realizing that you know, there are moments in life where you need to start relooking what you take for granted and delegating. Well, let's add that there's another bonus to delegation, mm. and that is that you are actually transferring life skills to your children sure. and a sense of responsibility, and you start collaborating and co-creating daily reality with each other. Mm. And that's what being part of a team is all about. So the message to mums today really is that you are the one <laughs> who you have to look after. You are number one, and mm. number one must look after number one. That is not a selfish act. It's about self-care. Lovely. And you're wired to keep on caring and giving, but you can't pour from an empty cup. All right. Well, you know, just to carry on with that theme and to build on it, the toy that you're reviewing and talking to us about this morning is one for emotional intelligence, for EQ, and they're called emoti blocks. Tell us more about those. Yeah, I thought this was a nice connection to our conversation this morning. So EmojiBlocks is a multi-award winning educational learning toy that can help younger children and children with special needs to become familiar with basic emotions. The basic ones like Mm. sad, angry, surprised, happy, bored and scared. And this is a chunky construction set where you build six different characters with interchangeable pieces and it enables children to freely create these little likable characters that represent these six different emotions. So Mm -hmm. they build the characters with the different expressions. They also have the option of choosing two skin tones. So there's pink skin and there's brown skin. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's three hair colors as well as boy and girl hairstyle options. So children can create characters they can identify with while valuing diversity, tolerance and inclusion. And these are chunky, um, chunky building blocks. I think our audience will know mega blocks. Yeah. And so in, in the kind of size and shape of mega blocks, now in the Miniland range, because this is from a, a brand called Miniland, there's actually a range called Superblocks. Mm-hmm. And all of these are interchangeable with any of the Superblocks products. And they also come with six reversible picture cards. And the pictures have real children, pictures of real children expressing an emotion with an accompanying word in six languages. And on the flip side of the card, they take three of these expressions building blocks and the child has to choose which of the three applies to say happiness Uh or say sadness and it encourages children to reflect on how they're feeling how you are feeling Mm. or how others are feeling and what I quite like about this um, product is there's 25 pieces it's not just an emotional intelligence toy but it's also good for sorting building, mixing and matching, and pretend play activities. So it's a multi-purpose set, and there is a free Play Miniland app, so you can extend this emotional intelligence game onto the app. Mm-hmm. And this is for children two to seven years, and um, it's available on Take A Lot and at Olive and charlie.coza for 389 rand fantastic stuff Nikki Bush you stay well and enjoy your Mother's Day tomorrow Um, I hope you get some you you get to replenish and uh, fill up your own cup and most importantly get spoiled (laughs) thank you so much I'm off to my rocks now look at you 
and listen to classical music. That's my restoration for the day. Well, you, next week you you need to tell us all about uh, the exhibition that actually opens today. It looks like a really, really intriguing one. I'm hoping to be able to make it through to tomorrow. But of course, I haven't booked tickets yet, so chances are they've <laughs> sold out. <laughs> I'm not Enjoy. holding out too much hope. <laughs> Nikki, have fun. We'll chat to Nikki Bush next week, Saturday.